Okay. Um, before I forget to announce at the end, I'll take care of it at the beginning. Abdullah Hashem next week. My intent is as I shall to be a night so so there won't be a sheer mitzvah next Thursday night. Pashat Chai Sora is a tremendous arichus in the Maisa of Shaduchim. We know in many yeshivas of the Gedolei Rosh Yeshiva Mashkichim take the opportunity to uh, speak to Bachrim about Shaduchim. Pam Zatzal had a very famous Russian which he used to do it. The Baruch Finkel and Eretz Yisrael would speak to the Meir Bachram about Shaduchim. So we could also maybe have a discussion about Shaduchim and Alocha. But more specifically, I would like to discuss the topic of broken engagements. It's a sugya that stings, it's a sugya that hurts, we hear about it. And the question is, La Alocha. Is there any, any uh, problem with it? It's obviously not a nice thing to do, but someone's getting nerves, they're becoming a bundle of nerves, and they would like to break off a shidduch. Is there any issue with it that has to be dealt with? So in the Mardachai, in Unzur Gemara, in the back of the Gemara, in Yavamis, in the fourth parak, Simon Kuf Ches, the Mardachai writes, that there was a cherem kihilis not to break off a shidduch uh, just like that. And he says that if Lu Yitzura, both sides agree that the shidduch is not a good shidduch, uh, as they say very often in court documents or on divorce, there's unreconcilable differences. So basically they both agree, they come, they stand in front of two Adim, and they're masking to break the shidduch. And he says, if that's the case, then it's fine. What happens if that? We'll get back to that. But he clearly, and he's not the only Rishon that brings down that there was a Cherem, Kadmainim, Cherem from the Rishon. Whose Cherem is this? Where does this come from? So in the Shailas Shumas Masham, Cherem Dalit Simen Kufnun Beis, he says that this Cherem was stelled back by Rabbeinu Tam and the Rashbam. And it was a tremendous cherim, together with 150 rabbonim, they had a psacherim, that what? person shouldn't break a shidduch. The seriousness of breaking a shidduch, this is something that's famous. Rev Chaim Volozhina, in Kasser Roish, in Hilchus Nesu, in Ois Kuf takes it as far to say that if a couple feels that a shidduch should be broken, they should first get married and give a get. They shouldn't break the shidduch. They should first get married and give a get. And he says, why? Because he says part of a shidduch is something called kiyas kaf, whether it's a regular handshake or something maybe a bit more, but akaponim something was done. And once that was done, there was a haskama and shabayim for the shidduch. He says, gerishin is a passion in the Torah. It says that if a person gets married and it doesn't work out, so you can get divorced. So that's a clear passion in the Torah. But he says, we don't have a passion in the Torah, so for Kedusha, we can, up, we can get rid of a Kedusha. But there's no passion in the Torah that talks about breaking a Tkiyas Kaf, an engagement, and therefore, Chaim Voloshin's opinion is 
that you should first get married and then get divorced. And he says, as a remiss to this, what do we break when we write a Tanoim? So we know you in the Litvish to write a Tanoim by the Chasana itself. So what do we break when we write a Tanoim? We break a plate made out of China, Klicheris. What do we break under the Chuppah when we get married? A glass. It says of Chaim Velashina that it's a, it's, it's, it's a remes. Because a plate, Klicheris, once it's Tameh, there's no Eitzah, it's over. There's no tikkun for a klicheres. So we're showing when you get engaged, there's no way out. There's no tikkun. Masha'en came by a kedushin. Kedushin is a tikkun. Achman al-Islam is a get. Therefore, we show it with the glass that can be toivel in the mikvah. Sant is that. But as I say, they don't have a lotion. Who? So if Chaim Velashen has got the talking about with was a whole tchis kaf. Who? So then by us, potentially, if we do it later, but still, there was an engagement, there was something there. If there was any graces, and that the Chaim has anything to do with anything that was written. What? No. A regular engagement, we're going to talk about in a minute what regular engagements had and what we have. We, we especially Litvish people, have nothing. You get engaged, there's a vart, there's a photographer, don't forget about that. And then afterwards, um, that's, that's basically it. We don't, we don't do much. The Mordechai writes that there was a Meissel in Paris, the Rabbeinu Yechiel and the Rima Kuvil had a story where there was a girl that had to break a Shidduch and the Chassan wasn't masking, but they felt that the girl had a right to break the Shidduch. So he said that, they, that the Rimi Kuvil and, and Rabbi Chiel Paris asking that what you could do is you get 30 Gedolim from three different countries. So Rechem Rabbeinu Gershon, that has 100 Rabbanim from three different countries. Here you only need 30 Rabbanim from three different countries. And as long as they're masking, that's how you can break the Shidduch. In Maram Rottenberg, also one of the earlier Rishonim, he says you can need 100 Rabbanim, but he says you don't need to, be, to break the Shidduch, but you don't need them to be from three different countries. Even though Chaim Rebbein Geshen, the Zakpada, that it should be from three different countries, here you don't have it. Ad uh, as far as the Chaim itself. Now in the Beishmul, in Eben Ezra, Simon the Aleph, Sifkat Yud, he brings from the Marivaya that says that you don't have to worry about this Takam. This Chaim that Rabbi Tam and the Rashbam put together, you don't have to worry about it so much. Why not? Because it was like a smash to the Kala This is something that was not accepted in all lands. And therefore the Marivaya says, if you live in a place like America, where there seems to be a minute to break Shaduchim, it's not something that you have to worry because it was Lady Spash B'chalarotzis. And Nachla Shiva, that's a Talmud of the Sma, who wrote a Sefer on the basics of all Shtaris. He has Gitin, the Shayans of Gitin in there, Hetar Iskas, Shtar Shutfis, all the different Shtaris that you can have. So he writes over there that the reason why. That, that you don't have to worry about the cherim. It's really the cherim applies. Just the ma'aser, nobody's interested 
At the end of the day, everyone has that suffering. What happens if? And no one's interested in looking for a hundred abundant. So he says it's ki'ilu, it's oiskishtelt, that machluz azeh. And whenever anyone goes into a shidduch, it's al-das kain, that there's a mechila. And mimele, that's why you don't have to, you don't have to do it. The smat in chashmishpot, smimeshmem hei, sifkot base. When the smat brings down this idea of the chayrim, we'll get to that in a second in his context. He says that l'maysa, um, unless you speak it out, the chayrim is not chal. Meaning that it's not stam automatically the chayrim is chal. When you're engaged, you have to have sp- spoken it out. So v'meila, he writes that l'maysa, most people don't speak it out, and that's why you don't have to worry about the chayrim. There's a fascinating tshuva in Lady Behuda. Yeridea Kama, Simon Samachas. We was asked to Shiloh about a girl who was engaged to a boy. And the lesson of the Night of Yehuda is that the boy became the SS Aleho. She was disgusted by him. And she wanted to break the Shidduch. The Shiloh was the Cherim, the Shvua, but without getting involved in all the Shilohs he dealt with. He deals with this issue per se, and he writes over there that if she's going to get married, they're going to hate each other. So that A is bad. B, they're going to have children. B'nai Sanua is bad children. So this is just a terrible situation. So the Lord Yehuda writes to the Rav. He said, I didn't respond to you for a reason. I do this sometimes also. I was hoping the situation would rectify itself, as it some very often does. So I very, I didn't answer. I didn't answer your shadow. But you're telling me now that it's getting worse? So therefore, I have to answer? Okay, so the Maisa, I'm going to write. And he basically comes out that uh, the Maisa, the Cherim Pashtas doesn't exist today, and therefore it is Mota. However, the Maisham that we mentioned earlier, who discusses the idea of who started the Cherim, clear from the Masham, this is in Cherif Dalit, in Kufman Beis, the Masham is very of the opinion that the that the that the Cherim is still in place. Now if you look in a lot of the Akronim, they explain what potentially happened to the Cherim. And they explain as follows, that the Minig Klor in those days, it's not anymore today, but the Minig Klor in those days was that when a couple would get engaged, they would each be mechaev themselves with a knas that they're going through the shidduch. Meaning, each side would be mechaev themselves $50,000 with a knas that in the event that we don't go through the shidduch, that we don't end up going down the chuppah by this and this date because it's your fault, I owe you $50,000. And in this way, they ensured that the, that the knas ensured that the wedding would take place. And many of the priests can say that once there's a knas and once there's a money tag attached to our shidduch, at that point there's no mochayim because basically there's a buyout option. We agree that if there's $50,000 spent, then it's fine. Now the truth is, in Chayshim Mishpot, there's a lot of ink that was spilled on this question. What does that even mean? And how does that even work? This comes up in Simon Rezayim in regard to Asmachta, in Simon Rezayim in regard to something called Kenyan Eten, which means like this. As a general rule in Kenyanin, I can purchase something. So if you want to sell me your cell phone, 
I make a Kenyan, it's Chal on the cell phone. What does it mean when we say, I'm making a Kenyan that I will give you $50,000? First of all, it's Pashtas and Astachta. Because what I'm saying is, in the event, the Asmachta is the What does it mean? Right now, I don't owe you anything. If A, B, and C happens, I have to pay. What's the side of Asmachta? I never thought A, B, and C is happening. Which chassan gets engaged to Kala has any side in the world that he's going to break the sugar? If he did, he doesn't get engaged. Right? So I'll call Koch. This the E. Yeah, you know why I said $50,000? Because I had no intention of breaking the sugar. No. Was only done if they found out bad information about the other side. They have to pay him. They to pay them. I don't know if that's true. Either the guy got called B, he has to pay it. Or if they're saying, well, if they, they lie, if they lied, uh, yes, I don't know exactly how that works. Right? But if Yistam found out that the grandmother's a Gyarius, I'm saying that information was out there, you just missed it. Right? That I will give you X next week. That's not it's not chal of anything. A kinyan, I could buy a table, I could buy a chair. A kinyan ete, I'm gonna give it to you. There's no such kinyan. So Fergin Aladachim, what's going on? We all go, the Sma talks about it, the Shach, we get married, we make a knas. How does it work? How does such a zach work? Zogin the achroinim at the pshat is like this. We make a kinyan mechayev. The reason why you're paying is not because I made a kidney. We accepted the fact that this busha involved because of a maisa that I did. And we priced out the busha and the money for the busha at $50,000. And when the pshat is, I'm being mechaev myself. We're entering a deal together. And there's an understanding that by you entering a deal together with me, if I'm gonna do something wrong that can ultimately cause you tremendous embarrassment, and we make a Kenyan to set what that price is going to be, such as Ahtaka Yet passes a Kenyan. It's a Schaivas. It's not a Kenyan ethic. It's a Schaivas. I'm doing this because of X. And we make up what I'm doing and what you're doing. There's a price on the Busha. And when there's a price on the Busha, that's something that Ahtaka passes a Kenyan. And the same Lomdus, the MS, is used by a non compete. Many people, as we know, when they get hired in companies, they're asked to sign documents stating that they will not compete with the boss. Most bosses feel that it's basic yashus. Most employees feel it's extortion or whatever else could be. But what the bottom line is, the idea behind it is that if let's say I work in an industry that requires knowing the market and so on, the last thing any Kailin Goliath, no Kailin man wants to work for anybody. Everyone's looking to, to buy the company. So basically, I understand that if you're going to come work for me and learn all the clients, and in fact, your face after a year, two or three, is basically going to be the face behind my company, and then you're going to turn around and leave, I'm going to lose all my clients. And therefore, to protect myself, I want to have you sign a non-compete that you will not compete for, with me directly for two years. And this way I can be ensured that by the time two years comes around and you come back on the scene, I already have my company back and there's a new face to the company. And therefore, I, my, the chances of you, you hurting me are less.
That's the lumbness of a long compete. Whether it's overused or underused, we'll leave that alone. But the Chayra, let's say I saw and I will not compete with you. What is that? What, what, what kind of a schayvus is that? It's what's called the Kenyan Tvarim. I made a Kenyan. I'm not going to do something. I sold you something. I bought you something. Chayra doesn't pass. And Pashtus Nalach, it doesn't work. Now, it could be Mishim Chasayamana, you told the guy you're not going to compete with him. Could be it's not the right thing to do. But in Bezdin, a person signs a standard non compete form, it's very difficult to really hold them to the agreement. How is it done? How do we get to do it? So, the only way to really get to do it is the same way they did it by the Shidduch, where we assess that we both agree. That if you're going to compete with me, it's going to be impossible to set the damages. And therefore, we're assuming the damages are a million dollars. And you're masking to that. That the damage fee is going to be X. And as long as it's Pachasayosa within reason or potential or whatever, this is Chayvis. And that's why people get nervous. They see non-compete forms. And the guy writes, $200,000 per occurrence. Well, what are you doing? Well, what? What's what, 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 trying to get my money? The answer is, he has to give it with teeth, because again, once you're putting an amount, it has to be high. And if you don't do it that way, you just have, I will not compete, it is not enforceable in Bezdin. So this is something, um, if someone's in the position where they would like to have a non-compete, they have to understand how it works. Getting back to our Shidduch question over here. The Maisa today, we know that the Cherem is not so simple. Right? A lot of Akhrenim say it's not so simple. It seems to take care of that over the history of Chayisrael, they inserted this idea of both a Kiyas Kach, which we don't do, as well as a Knas in the event that somebody backs out. Is there anything wrong with backing out of the Shidduch? I intended to go forward, and now I changed my mind. What is the problem? Is there an issue? Why? doesn't help for Kenyan Dvarim, it can help for other things, right? But for Edson, Kenyan Dvarim. So, so that's the shadow. There's Machmas Chiba together with the fact that there is Busha. A lot of the Achroinim add in that you need that shtickle. Okay. Probably, probably the two Machab, right? I guess they're not touching right. They're not shaking hands across the Kaaba. Who? Usually, usually, the way we look at it is, is that the parents are a shliach on behalf of the children. And they're the ones that are, that are acting on their behalf. Okay, so just to fear this ice, two, two last nakudas here. So, the mayor Arik, so the side of this is there any problem. So, in Imre Yoshe, the mayor Arik, in Chelik Beis, in Kufchov Beis, he wants to say that there's a problem with Chosamon, the Hainu. That there's a halacha, that if let's say I tell you, I'm going to buy a hundred chairs from you tomorrow. You're going to buy it from me? Yeah. How much? $50 a chair? Yeah, $50 a chair, I'm going to buy it. Comes the next day, I went online, and I thought I could get it for 40 So I come to you and I say, forget it, I changed my mind. So the halacha is, without getting involved, when yes, when not, there's a Muslim, you're not being honest. Hinshel Chatzedek. You said yes, it should be yes. Lav Shulchan said that you said no, it should be no. 
person should be honest. As I state in the Gemara, you told the girl you're going to marry her. And therefore, Bamas, you should go forward with the Shidduch. Now, I saw in Mashashal Klein, in the Sefer of Yaakov Moshe, he points out that if you look at the Sugya Mechusa if someone has a good reason, they're allowed to back out. So if you have a, a, a nervous column and she mamish hasn't eaten anything in the last two months and she has complaints about the chasm from here all the way to who knows where, so you have a reason why you're backing out. The chayyim mechusa would be very hard. So the last man I'll give you is Dabni Nezer. And Chayshimish Batsim Gimel was asked to Shailah that there was, an, there was a Yisayma who got engaged to a guy. Right after she got engaged, the guy got drafted to the army. And he got drafted to the army. It was going to be a while until he got back. And the mother of the girl was pushing very, very strongly to break the Shidduch. And the Shailah is, is a mutter or asa to break such a Shidduch. And they asked Avnei the question. Avnei says, look, that's a fact that he went to the army. It's no big deal. I got the saw this quote in the saw the Kasefer, and it's big Hagar right away to the bottom, whatever, in bold letters. That was in those days where the army wasn't Mechal Shabbos, whatever, of Avada today. If a guy decides to go to the army, Avada, you can break the Shidduch on the spot. Okay. But Akopanim, be that as it may, the, the, you saw it, okay, he went to the army. He says, but the problem is that Nevi Shidduch, there's an upmacht that there's going to be a chasen on a certain day. And he says, the Metzius says it's not going to be able to happen. He's not going to be back. I, Zakhar you tell me that if she would go to his army base, she can get married over there and, and live with him over there. He says, a girl was not machuyah to do that. She was supposed to get married over here. She's not machuyah to start running all the way over there to, to, to the army base. Second of all, he says, the Rosh Hashanah the next day is going to decide the guys to go who knows where it, it, that's 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 not to be expected and therefore he says bottom line is you signed the deal the deal was the Chassan by that date but that's it's not going to happen and therefore the MS you can break the Shidduch that's if the girl wants to break the Shidduch however in this case what it seems like the girl doesn't want to break the Shidduch the mother wants to break the Shidduch it's awesome for the mother to try to convince her daughter to break the shidduch. He says, because the right thing to do is to go ahead with the shidduch. And he brings down the Maisa, very famous Maisa, the Gemara in Tainus and Davchesim Beis, the Gemara brings down a story that there was a, a, a girl that was stuck in a pit and a, a Bacha came and she asked him, get me out of here. He says, okay, he married me. I'm in Lakewood too long. You marry me, I'll come. I'll, I'll take you out. It's made a shvur. They're going to marry each other. So who's going to be the witnesses? So they said, "There's a snake and a scorpion in the in the, in the pit. They'll be the witnesses." forgot about it. He got married. He had one child died from a snake. Another one died from a scorpion. They will bring different medrashim to add to the ma'isa. Abesayif davar was. The person went, he divorced, the, this man went, he divorced his wife, and went to marry that girl that he had promised to marry. And it says on him that he, he kept his word and so on. You see the Gevaldi Gazach, 
of keeping a word in a shidduch and not running away. As I stated, at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, you see from the Gedolim that as much as potentially in Allah we can weave in and out of problems, the Gedolim Yisrael were not Matsiya, they were not in on, keen on the idea of breaking the Shidduch. States of there are times, as the Nadi Yudha state, where it's just going to lead to sinner, and it's just going to lead to uh, bad children, and it's going to lead to all the other issues that potentially could come up. I remember one time I was involved with, with uh, when I was teaching Hassan, I was involved with a Bachim, the Maisa's given a Shvera Maisa, and she wanted this, and she wanted that, and then she wanted the kids at some point. The guy, had, the guy was claiming to break the shidduch. Fine. The mice went back and forth. One of them worked hard. They put it back together. And when she found out that he had chutzpah to have a tzad to break the shidduch, she wanted to break the shidduch immediately. And she started claiming. She has to talk to people. And at that point, his father was like, okay, I, th- I think we're done. And I remember I spoke to a few of the so and they told me, we have a Kabbalah. The way to be miyayets, a young man and woman, is let the other side break it. She's besupik about breaking the shidduch. Just hold him off for a few days. Let the other side break it. Let him not be the one to do it. Sorry for his psyche in the long run. It's better to be on the receiving end. That's it. You know, it hurts, but move on. The person himself did it. It's very difficult. And sorry for, for a tiniest point of view. Let the other person break the shidduch. Just a short word on the passion. Pasuk says, Who? No, she broke the shidduch. Don't worry. You run through the Rashi. Yeah, sorry I had a great life. I both say, sorry I had a great life. She ran here, she went there. She was taken to Paris, she was taken to Avi Melech. She, was, she, she suffered with fertility issues for many, many years without any hope. Finally, she has a child, Yishmael, Lahi, Naher. Then, finally, her child's getting older, and Avram Avinu comes, and he starts shechting him. And uh, and uh, she was lifted. Doesn't sound like such an exciting life. Kulam shavim the She's a foreigner in a strange country. What's this pshat? I didn't understand what's this pshat in Rashi. So for this, you need to see the shetayda. It's like the Rebbe Bzisha pushed the pshat because Sari Menu was on a level in Betochen. She understood that everything was for the good. Not stand that she understood it. Not stand that she knew it. Not stand that she understood it. She lived it. And because she lived, that to that extent, it was And the truth is, you don't have to look to see the Shetoyah, to see this word. When he talks about Sha'ar So he discusses the difference between, there was this guy, who used to know how to turn right regular metal into into gold, 
and it was an illegal operation, but the, it, was, it was quite lucrative. And the Chavis Alvavis explains the ten differences between a guy who seems to be able to turn garbage into gold and, and a Beteach Bashem, and why a Beteach Bashem is so much better. And the truth is, when you look at it, he doesn't say anywhere that in the Schus talking he'll be richer than the guy. But the Teretz is, he won't worry, he'll be Vesimcha. He knows that everything that happened is for the best. Just to end off, Kabbalah a lesson. This lesson is from a Goyesha doctor. There was a local woman here in town who needed to have a baby, but the baby needed to be induced for whatever reason. The health, the health problems of the baby they had, she had to be induced. She went to the hospital, she rolled in there on a Monday. They tried this, they tried that. One day, two days, two and a half days. Garnished off and nicely the baby was in some sort of distress. They tried everything that they needed, that they could do. They didn't have any other choices. So at some point, the doctor rolled her in for a C-section and took out the baby. Over the next day or two, every four hours, middle of the day, the middle of the night, the social worker starts coming in, how you doing, how you feeling, how you... That wasn't her first child. She never had such a thing before. So when the doctor, her doctor came in later in the afternoon, so she asked her, how are you doing? She said, you know, I'm in pain, but if you could do me one favor, if you could just tell all the social workers that I'm, I'm, I'm emotionally okay, and if they're not going to let me sleep, I won't be. But other than that, I'll be fine. If they could please just back off. So the doctor said, he said, you know, whatever, this is your protocol. Huh? So he said, I understand. I, I beg you, what do you want from me? So the doctor said, you know, I'll explain it to you. When someone is non-religious and they spend two and a half days fighting and clawing and taking medicine and walking and jumping to try to avoid a C-section, and after two and a half days it doesn't work, so that means that I killed myself for two and a half days and then ended up with the same results that I could have had two and a half days ago and now I'm postpartum, that's very difficult. But she told me, she said, when you're a religious person and you, de- and you believe in divine intervention, so you spent the two and a half days to know that you did yours. Once you did yours, and this is what God wanted, it's not hard to accept. And that's why the social workers and you are just not on the same page. A boy said, this is what Amunah Betochen does. When it comes to C-sections, when it comes to our health, we, we, we're trained. We know there's nothing we can do. It's all Biyad Hashem. It's the easiest way. Someone told me what they had this week. Ikor Ikep. Anyone? Ikor this week. Someone told me last year by Ikor. The island was mamish Everyone was talking about mortgage rates and the Rebani Shalom. That's all they were talking about. No deals, no this. Mortgage rates and the Rebani Shalom. But that's a little bit fake. But at some, when it comes to Panosa, you have this attitude, you do, leave me alone, you let me do my thing, everything will be good. Because we think it's beyond, beyond them. And the same way, we're all somewhat on a madrega that a person 
who goes through a matzav in the Oifin Refui, realizes that it's Yad Hashem. And unlike the Goyim, a woman is able to sit there in pain and realize, that's the Rebbeinu I did mine. We're all on that Madreya. Why? Because we know it has nothing to do with us. The Kunz, the Avoida of a Yid, is to be able to focus our Avoida on things that we think does have to do with us. And Zakta Chayvis Halvavis, the same way we can all relate to that woman. Because the Maisa, I did my part. And the Yishiv Adas, that I feel a guy could be Makir, a guy who deals with Yiddish patients all the time, could be Makir. That same Yishiv Adas, the more we work on Abitachim, the more we realize that everything we do is just a Shtadlus, the easier it is for us to live with that Pashtus, with that Menuchas HaNefesh, I did mine, and the Rebbeinu Shtoyim did his. I got the chance.